Draw the art you want to see, start the business you want to run, play the music you want to hear, write the books you want to read, build the products you want to use, do the work you want to see done. Austin Cleon. Hi everyone, welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey Lehan. Join us Wednesday evenings for ramblings on professional development, outdoor adventures, creative projects, relationships, and more. Hello, hello, Ramblers. Welcome back to another podcast. I hope you've got your creative minds tuned in because tonight is all about creativity, DIYing, and how to incorporate those into your lives so that you have a little bit of magic every day. Because to me, magic, creativity, imagination, all of that good stuff are pretty much the same. If you haven't checked out Bailey's blog on the origin of creativity yet, then go do that after listening to our rambles. Yeah, yeah, go check it out and let us know what your thoughts are in the blog comments or you can respond on social or whatever works best. Um, I'm a big fan of finding new ways to boost my creativity because creativity is something you constantly have to work on. It's one of those skills that like improving and growing every day, which is why we've decided to ramble on about creativity, especially because it's a pretty big topic right now. It's trending. So, so Anne, um, what are some of your top tips for how to be more creative? Well, I would say increasing your knowledge of creativity by reading more on the subject would be a good start. For instance, Bailey's blog on creativity, or books such as Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, or other ones like, um, I think there's How to Increase Your Creativity, like those type of books. Um, Other great sources are YouTube vloggers who kind of like depend on being creative to make a living, and TED Talks. Oh, love TED Talks. Right? TED Talks are amazing. Um, it's also good for like your creative mind to always have a project, whether it's as small as creating a new smoothie or as big as renovating your house. What are some of your tips, Bailey? Uh, my tips for creativity, I, I think honestly the faster people try things and the faster they fail, the faster they figure out what works and what doesn't. I think that, the yeah, essentially the faster you can get through failure, the more likely you are to find success. Um, and I know a lot of like big creative companies utilize this. Google is especially known for this idea of fail faster. Um, it's basically like you should be testing things all the time. You should always be doing A-B testing. You should always be reaching for the stars, trying something new, being creative, and seeing if it sticks. And if it doesn't, the quicker that you can get to the actual good idea that will stick. Um, and I think a lot of creativity is about failure and about just giving something a go and seeing if it's going to work. Um, but even with all of these tips and tricks, it's still easy to get in sort of a creative block sometimes. Do you have any tips, in on getting through those kind of like mind blocks of creative tough times? Uh, yeah, just like writer's blog, creativity blocks are rough. Know, some days I'll like be staring at my computer screen or just my apartment and feel like I need to do something creative but have no idea where to start. Or I'll have like a project I'm working on and just don't know what the next step for that project is and I'm just kind of in a rut but I think the most important thing to do then is to kind of listen to your body and your mind and don't push yourself creativity usually comes when you don't think so give your creative soul a break make yourself some food or hot cocoa and watch some Netflix actually some good things to watch would be movies that have to do with creativity like traveling or people finding themselves or you could also watch some YouTube videos that show people going about their day like maybe it's just me but Watching vlogs and seeing what other people do in their day gives me inspiration for new projects or sometimes even ongoing projects, especially like DIYs, um, home decor ones. 
I also think a change of scenery is always good when you're in some sort of rut. That could be going to like your local coffee shop, a park, or for bigger ruts, maybe uh, moving to another country like uh, Canada. <laughs> no! <laughs> totally not from personal experience. <laughs> so what are your favorite ways to get over a creativity block? Well, it's not moving to Canada. I'll tell you that. I'm staying right here. Um, but anyways, um, for me, I always find it really helpful to bounce ideas off of other people and incorporate other people and other creative minds, especially um, like my boyfriend and my, my parents are really creative and I have like friends that are really good at coming up with like good ideas. So, and I'm also like a people person, like I tend to like problem solve by talking to other people. So that helps me with a creativity block as well as like bouncing ideas and seeing what they like what other people think and then absorbing that and creating something new um that or like i do agree with like getting into a new space like maybe going outside or trying a different change in scenery um or even just stepping away from whatever problem you're trying to solve for a little bit and coming back to it with fresh eyes later on i think can definitely help out um but yeah that's my tip or tips i should say um, and now that we've armed you with how to get over a creativity rut, we have some DIY projects that you guys can try out. Um, and now to, to preface this, Anne is the DIY person. I am not a very DIY person. I think the most like DIY-y I've ever been is like, hmm, let me think about this. Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to think on that one. But anyways, let's turn it over to the expert. And what are some DIY projects that you've done? <laughs> well, like you said, I've definitely done my fair share of like small home decor projects, but there are like two bigger ones that I've done, and I had a lot of fun with them. Like the biggest one I've done was um flipping a cabinet um that I got off of like Let Go. It was originally I think it was um one of those Target cabinets that someone was just reselling for pretty like a pretty decent price, like fifty dollars I think, which is a lot less than what they sold it at um Target for. But I took that cabinet and turned it into a bar cabinet. I sanded and painted it to make it look like it was rustic. And then I drilled some glass racks um, inside the top of it so that you can hang your glasses in it. Uh, the other one, the, the other DIY that I did was a vision board grid that like I could hang pictures and stuff on. It's like those grids you see at Urban Outfitters, but for only $20. I got like a big wire mesh grid from Home Depot and cut it down to like the size I wanted. It was so big I had to ask Bailey to come with me to Home Depot with her Subaru because it wouldn't fit in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun time. Definitely. What are some of your favorite DIYs that you would like to do? Well, okay. Well, first off, that amazing cabinet Anne made is in my room and I or in my like living space and I get so many compliments on it. People love that thing and I'm always like, yeah, it's designed by Anne. She also did like one of my walls and like yeah, Anne is just a really like creative person and she doesn't give herself enough credit. She just like builds things out of scratch and I don't know how she does that. Like one time I remember like her toilet was broken and I was like, well, how'd you fix it? She's like, I just Googled it and I was like, wow, that is beyond me. That is so over my head. Something breaks for me and I'm like, hmm. Well, did I try turning it on and off again? <laughs> and if that doesn't work, I'm like, well, okay, we're done here. Um, well, let's see. Some favorite ones that I would like to do. Um, well, I have been bullet journaling. I guess that's kind of a DIY. Um, but ones I'd like to do, I, I do have a vision board. I would like to make it a little more filled out and a little more customized. 
Um, and some other ones, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I have to think on that. Maybe like some just like layouts for, you know, home decorations or like a nice decorative wall. Um, I'd like to get a little bit better at like designing that and not just hanging up random pieces on on my walls and like actually putting some like thought into it. Um, but yeah, I, I have to think more on that. I do want to do a lot of like I'll, eventually when I get married, I'd love to do some DIY stuff for like a wedding. I think that would be super fun. I like that's like one of the only things I use Pinterest for that and like corgis. But uh, but yeah, I think like when I come down that path, I'll be a little bit more creative, but I just don't have like the capacity right now. Oh, that's true. Like having a DIY wedding, I think is so cool because that way you can actually like, put some of yourself and like your um significant other, like his characteristics and like personality into it. Right. I think that'd be so cute. Oh my gosh. There's this one where it's like they hang, it's like walking down, um, memory lane and they hang like photos from trees of like the couple and like their friends and family and you like walk down the path ah oh, i'm obsessed anyway that's not the point continue on in oh that's so cute that would be so cool too right all right well all of those diys sound great and i think your walls will look really nice once you like add more pictures and do like the picture layout or something right we'll see well if you guys want even more diy inspiration My favorite go-to sources are Pinterest, like we mentioned, (laughs) Instagram, YouTube, and DIY blogs like BuzzFeed Nifty. They always have like cute little five-minute DIYs, Um, apartment therapy, and um, I know there are plenty of others. I just can't think of the name. Um, Some YouTube channels are, um, one that's pretty good is the Sorry Girls, I believe is their name. They have a bunch of DIYs. Some of them are a little bit bigger and you need machinery. But some of them are like five minutes, ten minutes, and anyone can do them. Fair warning, though. You might find yourself just like scrolling and scrolling a long time through uh, Pinterest or Instagram. Or maybe that's just me. Where do you find your inspiration, Bailey? Where do I find my inspiration? I do love Instagram. I, I, I like Pinterest. Like, I love seeing all the possibilities like all the creative ways people put things together. And I talk a little bit about this in my blog, but like, I'm not a very abstract thinker I'm not a very like I don't consider myself an incredibly creative person even though I'm in a creative field like um so I I like absorbing what other like seeing what other people do and being like wow that's like really amazing like I couldn't think of that um but for me like a lot of the things that I am creative with is more so in copywriting and writing and drafting you know working with words and versus like actual tangible items um and the inspiration that I get from like for that is usually from like books or just kind of our blogs are like absorbing the way other people write and the way other people use words and then kind of like figuring out how to use that as my own. Um, but yeah, I would say like other pieces of literature help inspire me. Nice. I agree with that. Literature is a great, great source of like imagination and creativity and just everything good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, you ramblers might not have time to always do DIY projects since most of them do take time and materials. So we're going to give you guys some little ways to naturally bring creativity and magic into your everyday lives. What's something you do daily that like boosts your creativity? Yeah, yeah. So I mentioned bullet journaling earlier, and I think we'll have a blog on this later on in the year. Um, but that's a good way for me to be creative and not just creative, but like mindful and like strategic. And like with bullet journaling, you kind of it, it's like a, it's a planner mixed with a journal and mixed with like a reflection and you put it all together in this like nice layout. And for me, mine has 
my schedule, my to-dos, my today's top three, um, my tonight, and then my gratitude. So um, with that, I won't get into too much detail because we'll probably talk about this later on, but it really allows me to like plan out things and be creative and like really think about what I want to focus on for the day. Um, so that definitely helps me boost my creativity. Um, and then other than that, um, other things that I do daily, um, like I said, probably absorbing other media like blogs and books and literature, um, and music too. Music really helps me feel creative and energized and like inspired to take on the world. Um, so yeah, that's for me. What about you? Ooh, I definitely agree with, um, music that like having the right playlist that really helps my creativity or gets me pumped up to do projects and I don't know, or sometimes do work. But it makes me a little bit more creative in how I look at my work. Mm-hmm. But bullet journaling and all of that is definitely very, very good for your imagination and creativity flowing thing. Um, I think j- journaling in general, too, is just really great for, like, kind of letting your imagination and your thoughts just flow out. Like, I know a lot of people that will set a 10-minute timer and just write whatever comes to mind. There are also journals like um, the 5-minute journal, which is basically the same thing except five minutes um or like there's the prompt a day or drawing a day journals and those are great if you like if you need a little bit of a push to like think about something every day or like if you just if you can't do the 10 minute thing where you just write thoughts like I can't do that because like I I run out of things to write about after two minutes so I really like the prompt a days or drawing a days because you get a prompt but it still allows like wiggle room to be creative and do your own thing. So I think those are great for creativity boost. Um, I also think just adding a bit of like spontaneousness to your life is a great and easy way to add more creativity. I agree with being spontaneous. I'm trying to get better at being spontaneous. I got bangs, you guys, and I think I like them. So that's my spontaneous act for the week. <laughs> um, and do remember, guys, what? Oh, I was going to say, I know, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we'll see how we feel about them in a week. Um, and remember, guys, like, creativity comes in all shapes and sizes. Like, uh, no matter what your job or lifestyle is like, if creativity fits into it and probably makes things easier. And I go into this a little bit in my blog. Um, and then, like, also in the book I mentioned by my, by my cousin called The Creative Curve. Um, you know, creativity really is in every single industry. It's the backbone of our society. It's the... It's the behind-the-scenes part of innovation. It drives, you know, the, the medical field. It drives government. It, it's behind chefs and scientists. And it's not just, like, artists and musicians. Like, creativity really is through everybody's veins. And even if you feel like you're not creative, like, I sometimes feel like I'm totally not creative at all. Um, you know, it really is in everybody. And it is just like any other skill that you have to exercise and work at to make better. Um, for instance, like like I said, I'm not a very creative person, but at least in my work, like I try to use creativity for copywriting and especially when it comes to social media posts because um, I'm in B2B tech, which means business to business, which means you're selling like technology and software to other businesses. And so that can be really hard to like do creative social media around like, like who's going to care about B2B tech? So like trying to find different ways to make it engaging and applicable to all audiences is kind of how I stretch my creativity and figure out new ways to like be creative. Yeah, that definitely sounds like you need to be really creative. Like I, I don't know much about VTech, but <laughs> I'm sure your post would make it a little bit more engaging. Thanks. Follow it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. 
Well, you're, I think you're really right. Uh, um, creativity is a muscle and you just, you kind of have to work it every day for it to build up and get that muscle memory. So like if at work something comes up and at first you really don't know what to do, that like muscle memory for creativity will probably come back to you and you'll probably, you'll resolve it eventually. <laughs> but I think creativity can be very useful like no matter what type of work you do. In the science research and medical fields, you need creativity to come up with new ideas and solutions because you want to be publishing all the time and sometimes you you might run out of topics on what to write about so you need a little bit of creativity there but and when you're like a doctor and you have a patient that's in front of you and they've got like a really yikes <laughs> death like right like a life or death situation you you might need like you'll need your medical knowledge but sometimes you also need like a little bit of creativity to help them uh, heal but wow it's also for like research it can probably make like your article go from rejected to published by just adding like a little pizzazz and changing things up a little bit and just looking at it from a different perspective yeah i can definitely see that i really hope i never have to uh be creative in like the surgery room <laughs> but uh <laughs> for all you doctors out there you go for it um but another area that we wanted to talk more about um, is how you can actually be creative in like cooking and baking and the way that you're uh, eating food. So I, my version of creativity with food is just like trying to add, you know, a different spice <laughs> every every night, trying to be like clever with that, or like trying to maybe every once in a while venture into a new recipe or like I tried Indian food a couple months ago and like there's one Indian dish that I will now eat it's chicken tiki masala in case anyone was wondering it's from this one food truck in Denver <laughs> but uh yeah so Anne is actually super great at cooking and baking and I don't know if you guys know this but uh she's a French background and um she makes these beautiful like decadent desserts from uh, these beautiful little bear macaroons to these really pretty cakes for Christmas. And, oh, she makes a mean cheesecake and makes a delicious cheesecake. So if anybody, like, you know, you should read her blog coming up about uh, this chocolate mousse recipe that she makes because our friends love it. I love it. I would eat it all day if Anne were here. And maybe she'll send me some baked goods because now all I'm thinking about is cheesecake. But anyways, <laughs> and tell us some more about your baking. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, Bailey's being very modest because her cooking skills have gotten so much better. Like, I think she cooks great meals, and I'm so proud of you also for playing with different spices. <laughs> Baby steps. Like, a couple years back, it was not the same. But I am very proud of where your baking level has, or your cooking level has come. Thanks. <laughs> it's, yep. All right. And for adding, like, creativity to cooking and baking, well, like Bailey said, like, Adding new spices, experimenting with um, different ingredients, that, that counts as creativity. And um, what I like to do often is, like, I'll find a recipe, but then I'll modify it to my liking. And even though it is, like, I do cook based on a recipe at first, it's, like, different. Like, I changed it and made it, um, like, I'll add spices to it and remove some other. So I do change it, and I think that counts as being a little creative, you know, adding a little bit of my personal preferences in there. Um, same with baking. I'll do that too. Like, it's a little harder to change basic ingredients in baking because if you, like, substitute a main ingredient, then you could end up with, like, a burnt 
cake or something that just sticks to the pan and you have to throw the pan away. So you have to be careful with that. But that's what I think makes it a lot of fun because you can really let your imagination loose when you're in the kitchen. I don't know, like sometimes I'll just grab a bunch of random stuff from my fridge and concoct something. <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes not so much. Yeah, you're more adventurous than I am. If someone doesn't tell me the exact ingredients, I'm like, hmm, sounds fishy. I don't know if I want to eat it. If it's sugary, though, I probably will eat it. <laughs> That's true. It is nice. I like, I like experimenting with desserts a lot. What are your top three desserts? Well, that chocolate mousse, of course, is one of my top three. I just, I just love chocolate mousse. Like, it's just so delicious. Um, I think macaroons, those are good. They're, I don't know if they're in my top three, though. I, they're definitely fun to make, though. So those are fun. Maybe even one of my top three for baking. Um, cheesecake, oh, definitely. Yes. I love cheesecake. That cheesecake is so freaking good. Oh, please send me some. I will literally pay you right now. I'll Venmo you if you send me some cheesecake. <laughs> I would. I don't know if I can send cheesecake through um, mail fast enough, though. I guess if we put, like, a big refrigerated box thing. Freeze it and then send it to me. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, Anne makes some beautiful desserts. Um, and, Anne, maybe after this podcast with your blog, maybe you want to upload some more pictures of... Um, your desserts like that would be cool so people could see kind of some of the amazing things that you can make yeah i can do that i'll have like a picture of chocolate mousse and then a couple others you can also check a lot of um or see a lot of my desserts on my instagram because i usually post pictures of them oh yes i love your desserts i'm a big fan um how would you say if okay for so, so for someone who can't cook or bake how do you how would you suggest they get started i would say First of all, starting with recipes, like easy recipes you can find online, like mm, few ingredient recipes or quick and easy like type recipes. And those are a good way to start because you can follow them easily. And at the same time, like the more you do them, the more you will like you'll be experimenting and trying things and you'll you'll start to get the hang of it. I also think um, watching YouTube videos is actually a great way or like any type of um, tutorial video on cooking or baking. I follow Preppy Kitchen on YouTube, and his desserts are amazing. He also does um, salty food, but I usually watch his only his cake um, videos. But he goes through like step by step um, how to make some of his like most popular desserts, and it's very easy to follow. Sometimes you do have to play him like a couple times because. Obviously, like, the video goes faster than what, like, than when you're baking. But it is very nice to, like, see him actually do it, especially when he's piping stuff or, like, how he's measuring and how he's cutting things. It's, it's nice to get a visual. Yo, maybe one, of, maybe one of our next podcasts can literally just be, like, the audio of me trying to cook something. Maybe we do, maybe we do a bake-off between <laughs> <laughs> and we show everybody how bad mine is and how good yours is. Oh, that would be funny. We could have a, ta a group of taste that testers on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, guys, pencil that in. Someone remind us in like two months that we should do that one. <laughs> we should. Maybe uh, maybe do it when we're in the same same town. That way we can have the same taste testers and it'd just be easier to record. But that would be really fun. 
Well, uh, maybe maybe you should come back. Um, eventually I will. Uh, sometime in 2019 I will, but I have a lot of traveling plans, which that also goes into creativity because traveling and becoming more knowledgeable about the world will definitely like help your imagination. Well, very true. Anyways, um, we hope you guys like this podcast on creativity and DIYs and getting a little taste into and baking, which we all definitely want to get more about me especially i want a cheesecake um (laughs) let us know what you thought in the comments and if you like our podcast please go rate us on apple Podcasts. that would be awesome tell your friends podcasts are trending guys you might as well listen to us they really are and rating us really helps our podcast like get more known and so does streaming them on other platforms like castbox and spotify so go check those out And also, don't forget to check out my blog tomorrow evening for chocolate mousse, one of my favorite dessert recipes. It's also quick, easy, and it only has free ingredients, so even if you're a beginner, you can make it. Until next time, ramble on, ramblers. Ramblers.